Catholics here. I like this. It's easy to pray with good Catholics, you know? Uh, prayerful people. So look at the back. There's that image of divine mercy. At the bottom it says, Jesus, I trust in you. And the, the readings are calling us to trust. Um, Lord, in you I take refuge. Jesus, I trust in you. So one of the reasons that we can trust in Jesus, and part of the beauty of this revelation to Sister Faustina, uh, Jesus has this self-portrait painted. And one little detail I like about that story is that she, she says, I'm not exactly sure how you want this painted. Is this okay? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, this is a gentle Jesus, you know, merciful Jesus. And so... He takes away all of our fears. There's something that human beings fear in front of God um, because of the fall. And it's not proper to us. It's not right. It'll be taken away. But it's kind of like the kid feels when um, he's afraid of getting caught and knows that he did something. But he doesn't know kind of what the rep repercussions are going to be. And we know that we're, we're fallen, you know, that we're not, we're not perfect. And unfortunately, we have the kind of developed brains um, that long for and desire for perfection, can actually imagine our own perfection or think that we could possibly be perfect and yet we're aware of our imperfection. Um, and so this, this image of Jesus, the divine mercy, helps us to be welcomed into his presence. Beautiful. You know, pray with that. Lord, I take refuge in you. And as you're exploring your soul, we were talking about exploring our soul this morning and being, being honest, presenting everything to God. He, this image helps us to see, you know, this one is going to, is going to love me uh, no matter what I show to him, whatever I give to him, or hold back from him. He's patient with us, you know. That's the beauty of this mercy. You know? It's a beautiful image. It's worth, well worth praying. That same Jesus is uh, the Jesus that we see up here. There's, I don't know if you can read this in Greek. I have. Yeah, it's there. I got foggy glasses. I got to get new glasses. They're like really old. Um, it says the Pantocrator. Ho pantocrat, pantocrator. Sorry, I teach Greek and I can't read it. Uh, Okay, the, the Pantocrator is the judge of everything. The judge of everything. Um, and this is, a, this is a very, very profound image. This is a very old image. It's one of the first images in Christianity, and one of the most frequent in Christian history. Jesus, the just judge. It comes at the end of the age, and he's got his book there. It's the book of the living and the dead, or it's the book of judgment. Um, it's... It talks about the merits of people. It talks about the sins of people. Um, we pray, and Jesus had promised, that uh, it, salvation in him means that God would wipe out all of the sins from our record. Um, that happened for each of us. You know? He erases it. He's got a real strong eraser. <laughs> um, when he looks at it, his book tells and when he reads this book in, in heaven, um, we're afraid that it's not going to happen like this, but it is. He's going to read all of things in praise of your life. You know? He's going to brag about you. Tell everybody. You know? It's going to be 
a better eulogy than you get from this side, even though I hope that that one's going to be good. I need to make more friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, he's going to praise you. And then there's something else about this just judge that is touched upon in the readings that is um, the judge is the, is the defender of the wronged. In the Old Testament, this isn't just a, it's really not, it's, it's much less about someone who knows everything and can call us out as much as it is someone who knows everything right and can defend the one who's being wronged. Um, yeah, he's the protector, the champion of the weak. And it's a beautiful image for God that's used frequently. We mentioned this in the first reading from Jeremiah. The prophet is speaking about the Lord of hosts is the just judge. The Psalm, this Psalm 7 is speaking of uh, God who we can take refuge in because he's a just just judge. And what that means is someone who's going to fix the wrongs, someone who can address the problems, someone who can be our champion, someone who hates sin, hates evil, hates suffering, and can destroy it, will destroy it. Um, someone who we can look to as our champion. Um, I, one of the most tragic things I've seen is, um, or that I've heard about, I haven't been there, um, I thank God for that at this point, but um, these, these child soldiers in Africa, have you ever heard of that? You know, the kids are taken when they're very, very young, and they're drugged, and they're drugged, and they're uh, beaten and taught violence, and their, their violence is glorified over there, and um, in these, these sort of crazy drugged out uh, tribes that are terrorizing and warring against other people. Now there's, there's motives behind that, and I'm not, um, I'm not judging the whole thing. I can't see the whole thing. I don't know exactly what it is, but to me that's extraordinarily tragic, and I say, how can people be born into that thing? You know? How can that happen? And we need a power that is stronger than I am. I can't change that. We need, I put my trust in this, this just judge who sees that and who's going to make that right. You make that right. You make that right for those kids. They don't even know. They, they, they didn't choose that. You make that right for them. And I trust that Jesus can make it right. I think there's ways that in our lives, there are things that we're angry about, that we should be angry about, that we suffer. You know? And we can take that anger to Jesus and say, you make that right. You, know? you don't have to do it right now. I don't know how it's going to change, but you need to do this. You know? And um, that's a beautiful prayer. It's a very good prayer. Um, there's an invitation in this judge of all who invites us to, to trust in Jesus that way. Things will be made right. Um, and I had been living in Rome. One of these concerns that I have is, for a while, I lived in this sort of bubble of this um, Catholic church in Colorado. It's, it's young. It's fun. It's exciting. There's a lot of grace. God is doing a lot of amazing things and great things. I used to serve uh, with the Franciscans, serve the poor, and it was just delightful. And 
I had a lot of heroes. Um, Shappy was a, f a friend, and he was a hero, and I had so many good things going on. And I just thought, wow, this is the world. This is hopeful, you know? Um, and I lived in Rome, and uh, it's, oh, it's really hard to describe the complication of Rome. You know, they have to manage somehow um, a church that's 2,000 years old, the oldest institution in the world, um, a billion people in the world. That's a huge chunk of the world's population. Um, and then they also have to not do anything, you know, like kind of be re resigned and let the Holy Spirit work. And um, I had seen so much good that I thought there was only good. Huh? Um, and it was difficult to be disappointed in ways that I looked, looked, um, had put hopes in the church. No? Um, there's real problems, and we're suffering that right now. And I get, sometimes I get worked up about how is this going to change, you know? Um, I think we can do things. I, I have a priestly association that I think is going to help um, give, give friendship to priests, you know, give support to priests, um, have priests living with other priests. That's what we're one of the projects we're trying to do, but that's not going to change a lot. Um, it can't change everything, and it doesn't solve all the problems. You know, we do what we can, but there's a, there's a lot of big problems. Um, I have to look to Jesus and give up my worry and my fear and my control, my having to understand things and being able to fix them and say, I trust in you. Well, that's that surrender we're talking about. I trust in you. But I do say, do something. Purify the church. This is meant to be your light in the world. I've seen a glory in your presence here that everybody needs. Why wouldn't that be just obvious to everybody? Purify us. Convert us. Do what needs to be done. Um, that's a very constant prayer. I um, plague the heavens with these prayers you know, for conversion. God, I trust in you. I know you can do it. You do it. Well, and I don't know everything. I can't tell, you know, God everything to do. But I, I can, we can express our symptoms when we see them to a doctor and say, help me. And if that doctor can, he will. And this doctor can. Um, so part of the Christian life is an invitation. You take all of that stuff that you see in your life and you say, I don't know what to do with this. Um, I don't know how to offer this to you. I don't know how to let go of it. I don't know how to address it. But it needs to be addressed. Um, and uh, we look to this Jesus, and we trust in him, and we grow in trust in him. Um, so that's the kind of, I want this, I want this image, I'd love, uh, I make it part of my mission, to transform this image of a very serious Jesus from the Christian looking at this one and saying, I should be scared of judgment, and I have to fix everything, to I should be confident that I have a powerful defender and protector, and that this one is going to destroy all the problems that I see and that I can't, I can't change. You know, here is, the, here is the power that is above all of the, the problems and the power of the world. I have conquered the world, that's what he says. That's the conqueror, you know? uh, the just judge, the one who defends the weak, the one who, um, who loves us and loves us enough to be strong for us. You know? um, I take my refuge in you. We need strong walls of protection, you know, a strong shield um, to defend us from evil and to help in our world.
to transform things, to be that strength. Um, okay, so some more images for prayer. I'm trying to load you with uh, tools for a long time. Focus on the images. Really pray those things. Enter into those things. Rest in those things. Um, they're provided for us in God's uh, mysterious revelation for us. He wants us to know him these ways. So um, They're in the scripture, these images. They're in the, in the church and in her tradition. And um, this is the Jesus we follow. Not the, it, Jesus isn't the one we want to follow. Jesus is the one that we're discovering as we follow. He is the merciful one, full of mercy. He is the terrifying strong one, um, full of power. Um, it's, and it should be a joy at every turn when we, when we learn um, a new face of Jesus. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to reflect on um, the reality, even when it's bigger, it's heavy, it's kind of frightening, um, can be. Um, this... This Jesus is trustworthy, and he's shown himself to us most perfectly in uh, his love on the cross. That's the one. That's the one who conquers all. That's the one who we want to follow, and that's the one who we're giving ourselves to as we're, um, as we're surrendering. You know? We're following this king. Let us stand and entrust our prayers to our heavenly Father.